It's the Tater Tot Hot Dish. The following program is for entertainment purposes only. Jake and Bauer. Is it highbrow? No. It's entertainment. Hot Dish. Hey there. Yes. This is what we like to call the head scratcher. Head scratcher? What about the hot no. dish? No, this is the honey pot. No, hot what? dish. Hot dish. Hot, hot, hot dish. Yes. Exactly. Right. This is what we like to call the hot dish. Yes. By the way, if you'd like to sign up for our podcast, go to jakeandbowershow.com right now. Mm-hmm. Sign up. Join us. It's fun. Well, can I say this? I haven't done this yet, but one of the cool things you can do there is you can actually rate and review. And then, but don't don't start that. Sorry. Because we're, now we're going to drop from my five-star rating of just me. Oh, like so one. you're concerned that when people listen. You get a dozen people putting one down. And oof, it's not going to be, be a five-star anymore. I mean, technically that's 12 stars and I'll take it. But it's, yeah, you're right. There, yeah. It could be more than that. Absolutely. Yeah, certainly could. Marketplace house for sale. 5000 bucks. What? Yeah, pretty good price for a four-bedroom, two-bathroom home in Minnesota. So as you might guess, the opportunity in the town of Byron comes with a catch. Okay. House for sale only to be moved off property. Oh. Seller Meg Deedon wrote on Facebook Marketplace. He has the house listed. Buyer pays for all expenses to move the house as well as 5000 for the actual home. Okay. You're thinking, well, you know, that still sounds like a good deal. I'll just get a couple of my boys together, buy them some six-packs and some pizza. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's uh, just have them all bring their truck. It should be fine. Yeah, and then you know, here's the thing: you're thinking a big, big house, right? Four bedroom, three bath. Yeah, you're shoving trailers underneath it, right? And then you're going to take it down the road, uh, and they go. You know, they, they're not cruising at 55 miles an hour. They're like you know, three, four, five miles an hour. You better find a spot close because over time of driving, that house is going to be shifting a lot. Sure, walls. You know, plaster, um, ceiling, roof. I mean, eventually that stuff, you can't be on the road too long with the No, this is something you move maybe down the street somewhere, and you're not moving it across town. No. Golden Boys are back to the PJ. Oh, it's a hit piece. Gopher players respond after the anonymous former players rip PJ Fleck. Oh. The story was released on Wednesday, citing multiple ex-Gophers who criticized the culture at Minnesota under head coach P.J. Fleck, mm. which surprised a lot of people because uh, he's such a well-loved uh, coach in right. University of Minnesota. But this is, you know, according to the NCAA, uh, NCAA program in the National Spotlight, um, University of Minnesota has returned with a report from front office sports detailed allegations of brainwashing and a cult-like atmosphere under head coach P.J. Fleck. Oh. The story quoted several former players anonymously, right? Mm-hmm. Anonymously? Under Fleck yeah. between, yep. The, yeah. Correct right. every word I say now. Right. No, between just... 2017 and 2021, the allegations range from one anonymous. Good job. Thank you. Player claimed the team had to clap for Fleck every time he entered a room. <laughs> I don't see the problem with that. No, you don't. I expect that. Too. No, you don't. The Jake expects that everywhere he goes. I don't care who you are, my kids, uh, people that I work with. If you're, if I'm walking in a room, I expect at least a uh, golf clap. If it's a half bath, Jake expects you to clap for him. Mm-hmm. Former Gophers defensive lineman Sam Renner, who plays 
who played at the University of Minnesota from 15 to 19, including the final three years under Fleck, called the report a hit piece. Sounds like brainwashing. Brenner wasn't the only one who said it. Those are the same words used by current Minnesota safety Tyler Newbin, mm. who is considered one of the top safeties in the country and will likely be in the NFL a year from now. I'm not I'm not saying this is the case, but sometimes if you've got, you know, one player that calls it a hit piece and another player might call it a hit piece, that kind of does sound a little like brainwashing or like a cult-like atmosphere. Oh, boy, really? Just saying. Yeah, if there's one person and it's like a, a sexual assault or whatever, I get it. Or if there's two or three women, I get it. But you're talking a football coach, and you're not. You don't have the guts to, to go. Look, I was a defensive lineman for that team, or I was a uh, the backup quarterback, or you know, if you don't have the guts to to put your name to a story, then why do it? Well, if he's such if he was such a bad guy and a a brainwasher, and you give power to everybody else to stand up and say, oh, yep, yep, he's not lying. It's exactly the type of lifestyle that we had to live I'll, when we were a gopher. I'll just remind you of Joe Paterno. And how everybody loved and adored him. And then the stories started coming out about what he knew, what he didn't do, and an entire community that did what they could to protect him because of the football program. Because his assistant was raping men. Right. But what I'm saying is when I mean, those stories there's, there's, started there's to come saying, out. They're saying PJ expected people to no, clap no, no. when he walked Look, in. what I'm what I'm saying, and, and I'm not I'm not trying to compare that. All I'm saying is think of in the, in the process where you're talking hit stories and whether or not this was a hit job, when those stories started coming out about Paterno and what he knew, there were no names attached to it. It's You have to take the word of the journalist that this is really what was said. Right. I don't like that. Okay. If it, Again, if it was rape charges, things like that, I get it. And I'm more than happy to well, but, but take how, the word. Why couldn't there be any charges that comes down when you're looking at, and again, I'll, I'll just, I refer back to Penn State on this because it's the best example of a, an entire yeah, community. But it's, not, it's an example but, but of hold a criminal on. case. Right, but that's not, that's not, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about, I'm talking about from the aspect of a community protecting a program. So sure. the, because those players had to come out anonymously until there was just a flood of those players going, no, this happened to me. You have to come out anonymously because the community protects that program. And I think that that's where you're seeing with a lot of these schools. Look at what happened when you're talking about uh, it, at uh, Northwestern University. You had to have the initial people coming out about the hazing that had been going on there. And it just was called hazing at that time. And those people were anonymous, not only because it was embarrassing what happened to them, but also to the point where you had these people going, the, the entire community protects that program. So when you start to get a flood of people come out and talk about what happened at Northwestern, and then you get the stories of an assistant coach getting hazed by the players and you start going, wait a minute, that doesn't, how are the players able to do that to a coach? Those kinds of things start to escalate. Those stories become more and more predominant. We still don't know who that coach is. We will in time. But at this point, it's just the allegations that are coming out and seemingly a lot of them. And in a place where the community largely protects the football program because it's football, that's where you have to be careful with what you're saying and what kind of reaction could come from it. Yeah, because you don't want to be on the record saying that we have to clap when the coach walks in the room. I'm not, that, that's wow. not the I mean, point. The point is the protection. <laughs> that's the point. I hear you. I do. J pop star comes out as gay. Oh, yeah. I know nobody saw this coming, but an emotional event in Tokyo on Wednesday, uh, Japanese pop star Shinjiro Abe, Ate came out as gay to a crowd of 2000 people, assembled fans, uh, that were in a, con like in a convention room. I'm guessing, he said, it's taken me a long time to be able to say I'm gay. 
And then he wrote in an Instagram post shortly after the in-person announcement, I could never, I could never even say it to myself. However, I've come to realize that it's better both for me and for the people I care about, including my fans, to live life authentically than to live a life never accepting who I truly am. Ate also and dropped... hours after the show, he was uh, killed by the government. <laughs> they don't do that. Japan's not like that. But there is, I believe, oh. the concern for for uh, suicide uh, at that point. Ate also dropped a new song, Into the Light, to coincide with his coming out. Ate launched his career with J-pop group AAA, oh, which is... You know, he missed an opportunity. He could have came out with a song, Into the Bud Light. There you go. Maybe it is. Maybe that's what he means by light. Capture that marketing opportunity. Why not? My uh, he uh, he launched his career with the J-pop group Triple A. Take the bait, bud. Just keep brewing. Let's all remember that one song that the J-pop band Triple A had. Uh, what was that? Uh, couldn't tell you. <laughs> no idea. Never heard of them. Don't know when they hit their peak. Uh, again, I'm getting okay. a little tired of slowly. <laughs> Getting to this age where every time you check in a hotel room, do you, yeah. do you have AAA? No. Do you have ARP? And some of their hit songs. Do you include, know how old you have to be to register for AARP? Uh, 52. 50. At times you wonder, well, I mean, what is the discount for the hotel room? Mm. Mm. Is it that much? You wonder, uh, 10%. Is it joining yeah. the program? I mean, I mean, do I have to go to the buffet at four o'clock now and eat? <laughs> Wait, can I get the lower what ticket happens? price of the movie theaters? What happens here? Because it used to be, it was like, I think the, the minimum age was 55. Hmm. And then not like that long ago, they adjusted that to 50 because all the baby boomers are now in their 80s. And like, and well, we could, we got a younger crop down there. We got to go for. I'm not saying that I have this experience firsthand, but it does not necessarily guarantee you a discount into a swingers club. I'm just saying. Oh, I bet it does. I like don't a, think a front, it, a, front, a front deck swingers. Club. I'm I'm saying that it's a distinctively, from what experience I can tell you about. Not that it happened to me directly. You know, for only $16 a year, AARP provides access to hundreds of benefits that help you live your best life. Your sex swing made by Depends. I am refusing to do it. I, I seriously, I'm going oh, I'm, to refuse uh, yeah, it. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm out and out refused it. Journey into Sounds coming up next. And when you hear this part of the story, this isn't the most exciting part. This is what happened afterwards. So After review, the runner is safe. Cleveland keeps it down. It's what happened just before that that makes this story so interesting, and we will hear that coming up next.